Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Those negative attitudes that rear their ugly head and seem to come at us from nowhere, Colin. This is what we're dealing with this week. And uh, yesterday you talked about anger. Today, frustration. How do we deal with those frustrating situations that just make our blood boil? Well, what we've seen already is that the answer to the negative attitudes, which always come from the flesh, is to cultivate the positive attitudes that come from the spirit. Um. You know that Paul says that if you walk in the spirit, you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So you see, if we react in a truly spiritual way to traumatic and difficult circumstances, when things don't go our way and things go against us, if we react in the way of the spirit, we react positively. If we give way to our natural inclinations and react in the flesh, we actually damage ourselves. And we probably spread damage around us, because negativity actually reproduces negativity in others. Whereas, you know,、um, when other people get angry, they don't know how to they don't know how to cope with gentleness. They really don't. I mean, there there are times when I've been, you know, in. Debate or conversation with people, sometimes on television, sometimes you know, just one to one with people, and those that are opposing the gospel get so angry, and you can just be very gentle, very calm.、And、that makes them more angry. And yes, they get more angry. But you see, what do other people see? They see where the anger is. They see where the negativity is. They see where the grace is, and where the love is, and where the where the、um, The patience and the gentleness is, and that makes us good witnesses of the Spirit, because these things are really the evidence of how the Spirit will work in us and through us. Now, frustration is another negative emotion. It can be allied to anger, as we saw yesterday. We get frustrated when things don't go our way. I think a lot of our frustration is with ourselves. We get frustrated because we don't accomplish what we want to accomplish. We can't do what we want to do, or things don't turn out in the way that we expected them to. Or we're not listened to.、Uh, yes, well, that then takes us on to our frustration with other people. Or we're taken for granted. Yeah, you see, th- those are frustrations with other people. That yes, they take us for granted. They don't listen to us. They don't take any notice of what we say. They go and do the very opposite to what we advise them to do. Um, all those things are very, very frustrating. But you see, we have to ask ourselves: What does resentment and bitterness accomplish? Nothing. Nothing positive. All the fruit of bitterness and resentment is bad fruit. What does anger accomplish? Nothing, except bad fruit. What does frustration accomplish? Nothing but bad fruit. Now Jesus said a very interesting thing: "You will know a tree by its fruit it bears. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit." So, what what do these negative emotions and reactions tell us? Not that there's something wrong with the other person, 
but there's something wrong with us and the way in which we relate and react to other people. So, you know, it, um, Jesus says, do not judge or you will be judged. With the same judgment with which you judge others, you will yourselves be judged. And there's a big sort of slice of judgment in much of our frustration with other people. And even with ourselves, you know, we're sort of judging ourselves, really. But with other people, usually we get so frustrated with them because we're judging them. And we're judging them for their failure. We're judging them for what they're doing to us, whatever it may be. Big slice of judgment. And that, again, is of the flesh. It's not of the spirit because it's in direct contradiction to what Jesus says. Do not judge. So, you know, sometimes we feel justified for our anger or justified that we feel frustrated. Oh, these people, these wretched people, why do they do this? You know, we, we all know what it is to feel like that and even perhaps to express such sentiments. But again, what have we accomplished? All that it shows is there's something that God needs to deal with in this tree. Okay, there may be things that he needs to deal with in the other people that have caused me to feel this frustration. But somehow God has allowed that situation in my life. And through that situation, he can show me something about myself that I need to see, something perhaps that I don't want to see. Because I'm blaming the other person. I'm frustrated with that person. Whereas, you know, God can turn the tables on us and say, why are you frustrated? Do you think I get frustrated with you? How often do I tell you to do things, but you don't do them, or you don't do them immediately, or you don't do them in the right way? But do I ever get frustrated with you? No, I'm always calm, I'm always patient, I'm always ready to forgive as soon as you turn back to me and ask for forgiveness. I'm, already, I'm always ready to restore you, I'm always ready to help you to go uh, in, uh, into the situation with a fresh attitude. Is there sometimes a case though Colin where frustration can be a positive thing for example in the workplace we get frustrated with our job or with the people we're working with and in fact actually what God is saying is I want to move you on I want to move you out of here your frustration is is justified in that sense yes but I, I don't think I don't think he wants to move us on because we're frustrated that's a wrong yeah I think that would be emotion. a wrong um, analysis of the situation uh, he only wants to move us on because that's not where he wants us to be. But we might feel unsettled. Well, we might feel unsettled, but being unsettled is, is not the same as being frustrated with other people. Um, I, I mean, you, you, you can know that you're in a job, perhaps, where that firm is acting in an unrighteous manner. So you feel disquiet. But that that's that's a different thing from being frustrated with other people. Uh, you know that you do not belong in that place. You know that you cannot condone the unrighteous things that are going on. 
And therefore, it's not surprising that God says to you, well, I want to take you out of that situation and put you somewhere where you can prosper. Can I ask you about another situation that may be in a church situation where there are people in the pew, the lay people who are feeling totally frustrated because of the leadership that they just don't like what they're doing. They just don't feel that they're listened to and that they have any opportunity. Well, this is a that's a difficult situation to to answer briefly um, because a congregation can be frustrated in that sense when there isn't true spiritual leadership. It's like a cork in the bottle. Yes, the, um, the leadership is not being obedient to God and therefore it's the result of bad leadership that causes the people to feel frustrated in that sense. Um, what do they do with that? Well, you see, this is the point. Um, are they in the place where God wants them to be? Uh, does God want people to be under bad shepherds, bad leadership? Very difficult to work out, though, isn't it? It is, because God doesn't want us ever to leave a situation simply out of our preference, but only in obedience to him. So... I think God can make people um, disquieted, dissatisfied with their situation because he wants to move them out of there because there is not the right leadership. And he knows that the leadership is not going to repent, the leadership is not going to change, but is going to go on frustrating his purposes. So if you have people there that really want the will and the purpose of God for their lives, then God can move them on. But what we've got to be very, very careful of here is that even so, they do not move with a sense of judgment upon the leadership. You've really got to untangle all these feelings and emotions. There's always got to be the right motive that therefore you don't move because of frustration. You don't move because you are judging the leadership. Those are entirely wrong motives for moving but you only move in obedience to the leading of the Holy Spirit because God wants to take you out of such a situation and put you in a place where you can grow, where you can prosper, where you can be fruitful because in the present situation you are being prevented from being fruitful and sadly often deliberately prevented by the kind of leadership that there is in that church. So that's a, that's a very complicated thing. But what we've got to understand is that our motives must always be positive. And we're talking this week about positive attitudes. So leaving a church with a wrong attitude is entirely the wrong thing to do. You should never, ever do that because you will only take your wrong attitude and plant it in the church that you go to. If you leave with a a negative spirit, you will take that negative spirit into the next situation. So you will find that there are some people that have left one church after another, not because God has led them to do that, but because of, of the negative reactions, because of the judgment, because of the anger and, and frustration uh, in their own lives. So we've, we've got to be very clear about that. And you see, the Lord is the one who knows our hearts and he can sift our motives and our real intentions. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 